In today's show, we've got news about new Walt Disney World payment information at the resorts, uh, more Disney Plus streaming news, new Mickey Tea Party at Disneyland Hotel, meetups, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks, a podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. How you doing, pal? Excellent. Hey, what are you, uh, real quick, what are you doing this weekend? Any big plans? No, nothing. Actually. Nothing? Yeah. Man. We're going to try and hit a park, uh, I think, again. Yeah. Not the festival because of his chaos. The Hollywood Studios, maybe? Yeah, I think the studios. I also want to, I've heard, and, and so they ripped up the entire front of the park. Really? The entrance is all torn up. Really? Yeah. Disney's Hollywood Adventure, here we come. I think so. So I want to see uh, this chaos and mayhem that they've now sure. created there. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, I, I've never met a company that does what Disney does. Mm. No matter how much construction is happening, we're still going to charge you a full day, yeah. and we're still going to make it really uncomfortable for you right. that you're coming in yeah. because we're Disney, right? and it's like crack. You're hooked. Yep. Uh, I don't think we have any major plans. I have to check my calendar. I don't think we have any plans. We might show up at a park or something. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we had a great time last weekend. I like going to, to the parks this during this time of the year because it's cool. Yeah, a little too cool for me. It was a little cold Sunday. I, I'm not not gonna lie. I had a jacket on, and I mean, I still had shorts on and no socks, but I had a jacket. Yeah. Otherwise, I would not have been in the park. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I uh, I I like it this time of year. So I try to get to the parks as much as possible. I'm with you. Get my feeling thrill. We may uh, we may do that. I don't know what Sid's got planned this weekend, but we may figure something out. Yeah. Uh. Are you ready to, is there anything else? No. All right. Well, there's nothing else we could do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Hey, and before we get into the show, one thing we wanted to remind you is we're uh, doing our, our yearly survey. Make sure that you click on the link at facebook.com slash disneyparkspodcast or disneyparkspodcast.com. The first uh, article there is a link to the survey. Take a couple minutes, fill that out, help us to make this show better for you. And uh, if you uh, fill that out, leave us your contact information. We'll put your name in for a very awesome Disney prize package from Tony and myself. So go check that out, DisneyParksPodcast.com, and click on the annual survey. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney World Resort has introduced new credit card payment policies that will begin on February 27th. Yep. But wait, there's a catch. On twenty on February 27th of 2019, a new policy, uh, a new payment card policy will go into effect at all Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Under the new policy, the resort will place, and I'm quoting now, incremental authorization holds on the card, estimated incidental expenses in addition to any balances due on the reservation. Guests will still have the option of not providing a credit card on file, but if they choose not to do so, they will be unable to charge their room or 
Magic Bands. Nice. The authorization hole placed on the guest credit card on file will be any remainder due on the reservation, plus an extra $100 for incidental expenses. In the event that the room and or Magic Band charges exceed the original $100 hold, supplemental holds will be added to the card on file auto-magically. Mm-hmm. Authorizations on the guest credit card will not exceed the current balance due plus the $100 incremental charges. So, I'm going to try to do this again. I said this wrong the other day. You show up to the hotel and you have a $500 balance on your credit card. Right. Uh, that pays the remainder of your resort stay. Right. Then you have to get a hundred dollar hold for incidental fees. That's right. So you're on the hook right there for five hundred dollars plus six hundred dollars or five hundred dollars plus one hundred dollars. Right. And I'm understanding that they're going to put another hundred dollars on the card yeah. for purchases. So you could use your magic band? I think so. So right off the bat you're on the hook for seven hundred bucks? Yeah. And then if you spend any money on the Magic Band, they're going to hit your card up again. Right. So they're just trying to make sure that Disney gets theirs. Apparently, people are dying and dashing at Disney. Or they're putting it on uh, on uh, debit cards and then disputing it. Right. So Disney's trying to curtail that. I, I kind of get that. $100 seems steep. Yeah, it does. But it's Disney, so I'm not shocked. That would probably go pretty quickly. Family of four for lunch. That's what, fifteen, twelve, fifteen dollars a head. Yeah, that's two lunches. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of get it. Uh, I, you know, seems a little bit much to me. Yeah. Uh, and this is why I don't. This is the only time that I'm pretty happy about not using a magic band every five right. seconds. Right. I'd rather just pay for it. Right. Next up. Uh, okay. We have meetups. Yes, we do. February 23rd, mm-hmm. 2 p.m. Yep. Electric Umbrella. Epcot. Uh, I'm probably going to say we're going to be in the outdoor eating area. You think? Yeah. Unless think the weather's we'll, bad. I think, yeah, unless the weather's bad. It's not going to be bad. Because otherwise, that's going to be chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, most likely outside if we're then going to venture out into that. the parks. Yeah. yeah. So 2 p.m., meet us there. If you want to have, go and have lunch earlier, we'll probably go there and have lunch earlier. Too. Probably. So look for us outside somewhere. Uh, February 23rd, 2 p.m., Electric Umbrella at Epcot. You will need park admission to get inside. Yeah. Yeah. I think Disney will frown upon that. We're not providing admission the, into the parks. That's correct. Yes. Uh Next up, uh, March 16th, we are going to the Plate Pig. Or as I like to say, home, home. away from home. <laughs> <laughs> At 1 p.m., and uh, we should have a lot of fun there. Yes, and we would love to get RSVPs for both events. Yes. But uh, definitely for the Polite Pig event, uh, I've already let them know we're coming. They're excited. Right. And uh, I don't know what kind of – I'm not guaranteeing that anything's going to happen. But usually something magical happens. Right. But that's not always the case. Right. But we'll see. Right. Holding out hope for the best. We'll see. But uh but yeah, definitely let us know. Uh I know we have the uh the event page up on Facebook for the electric umbrella. Uh if by the time this 
podcast is out. We don't have it up for the polite pig. Right. Uh, it'll be coming soon. So check back. Uh, at least let us know you're coming so we can make the required reservations. Right. Uh, so next up, uh, we have some more news about the Disney Plus streaming platform. I'm starting to get excited. Are you now? I am. I'm starting to get excited. So many have been anxiously awaiting the details to Anxious. be released about Disney's new streaming service, the Disney Plus service. Yeah. Uh, details about the service have been kept under wraps. Hopefully, additional information will be made available during the uh, Q2 uh, 2019 call coming up. Uh, the Disney Plus streaming platform is supposed to be shown off during the April 11th investors meeting. So the investors are going to get a licky-loo. I, I may have to get on that call. I'm an investor. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, maybe a launch date will actually be released shortly thereafter. So let's look for that. Disney Plus is now anticipated to include original movies, TV shows from Disney's Marvel, Pixar, and much more. It is also said to debut at some point during 2019. Uh, it will be the third dreaming, uh, third streaming service to which the Disney company is connected. The other two are the ESPN Plus. No comment. <laughs> and Hulu. But they didn't create Hulu. So, yeah, 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 that is that uh, Disney Plus will be geared more towards family programming out of all of the traditional media companies. Disney is taking the largest risk on streaming services. The purchase of 20th Century Fox for seventy one billion dollars will give Disney a number of additional assets in film and TV and streaming. Their direct to consumer division is also lost. $738 million on revenue of $3.4 billion for the fiscal year ending September 29, 2018. So that says to Disney, people are not buying stuff, physical media anymore. They're just streaming it. Uh, they don't take into consideration the projected revenue for Disney Plus nor ESPN Plus. Uh, that later was also introduced in April. That being said, Disney executives uh, have prepared its investors for what will most likely be a transitional year with the introduction of these new services. So get ready, investors, and this is going to be a bumpy ride, I think. Right. Um, like I said about this service, I'm looking for – as a Disney fan, a Disney fanatic, a person that's been in this community for a while since a kid, I'm I'm looking for the old stuff. I'm looking for you know the old live television, the old live movies, the uh, Mouseketeer Club, the you know the, put out some you know vintage stuff from the Disneyland opening and you know behind the scenes stuff. Like uh, I remember Disney used to do like a, a Walt Disney Christmas uh, party thing, you know, with the Mouseketeers and that. Um, uh, you know, all those kind of vintage things that we don't, there's no place to see it or consume it, you know, without getting our hands, you know, dirty in some right. YouTube channel, uh, that's not supposed to have it. So that's what I'm looking for, you know. 
Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I, I agree. Um, we've had a lot of conversations about this, so yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Hey, the next story up is the uh, new Mickey themed afternoon tea party at the Disneyland Hotel. So this ought to be interesting. The fun festivities for the get your ears on a Mickey and Minnie celebration are not just limited to the parks. No, no. Nay, nay. So. Did you whip? Yeah. Okay. And you nay, nay. If you don't have a pass, this may be a little way for you to get some uh, Mickey Minnie magic. A new afternoon tea event called Mickey's Tea Party uh, will be offered from January 18th all the way to March 31st at the Glamorous Steakhouse 55 at Disneyland Hotel. And if you haven't been there, it's a very lovely place. Tea party guests will be invited to sip loose leaf teas or herbal infusions as they dine on mouth-watering assortment of delicious bites, including sweet and savory tea sandwiches, gourmet morsels, and for dessert, Mickey-themed treat. You can choose from two Mickey tea party celebrations. One is the classic celebration, and that gets you a chicken salad tea sandwich, roasted watermelon and pimento goat cheese on pumpernickel, blueberry ricotta prosciutto with a shredded coconut sandwich, apple and edamame sandwich, uh, edamame sandwich uh, a duo, a duet of the chocolate strawberries, a variety of themed desserts, teas, and herbal infusion. Now, if you want to go the premium celebration, you get salad with tomato, melon, burrata, with a balsamic reduction, a chicken salad tea sandwich, roasted watermelon and pimento goat cheese on pumpernickel, a blueberry ricotta prosciutto and shredded coconut sandwich, apple and edanami sandwich, the duo of chocolate strawberries, a variety of themed desserts, teas, and herbal infusions. Now, for guests 21 and up, Aperitif, wines by the glass, ports, and cordials are also available for an additional charge. Gluten-free and vegan-free, vegan-friendly options are also available upon request. Uh, These specialties offered on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and every Thursday in March from noon to 3 p.m. Makes sense. Now, here's the tricky part. Okay. Parking is complimentary for the first three hours. Either valet or self-park is included and available at the Disneyland Hotel. After the initial three-hour period, guests will be charged $20 for the first half hour for self-parking and $30 for the first hour of valet parking. For each hour, hour after that, it's an additional $10 for both, uh, for both self-parking and valet, up to $100 maximum. So it could wind up costing you $100 to park your butt at the Disneyland Hotel. Disney highly recommends allowing additional time to get through the security checkpoints. Identification and vehicles may be checked at the gates. And reservations are highly recommended for the special event. Uh, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So this is almost like our Grand Floridian uh, Tea Party, except they're getting some... Now, I wonder if they, they didn't mention if the characters are there. Yeah, about that thing I'm having, I can't. Yeah, okay. I can't figure that out. We'll have to work on that later. We will. 
A couple things, guys. In the chat room, keep it nice, kids. Mm. Keep it nice. Mm -hmm. We're all in it together. And uh, let's have conversations. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's about all I have to say about that. All right. So let me catch up here. Oh, reunion station. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Shocking that this is happening. Reunion station lounge service to end. The pseudo concierge option open at Union Station at Disney's Wilderness Lodge is set to end in February. This has been a tumultuous whole process here, and Angel gets his wings. <laughs> On February 3rd of 2019, Disney Vacation Club will end its nine-month food and beverage experiment, an experiment it was, at right. Reunion Station. A poster on DVCinfo.com reports that DVC reached out to them to cancel a reservation scheduled for April of this year. Additional inquiries with member services confirmed that the lounge service is slated to end in just a few weeks. Reunion Station was part of the 2017 Resort Expansion Project, which included Boulder Ridge Cove Par, Geyser Point Bar and Grill, and the conversion of several hundred hotel rooms to Disney Vacation Club timeshare villas. Work at Reunion Station expanded into 2018 with the space opening to guests on April 30th. For $50 per adult and $33 per child per night, DVC members staying at Disney's Wilderness Lodge could purchase access to the private lounge along with food service during the morning and evening hours. Shortly after the space opened, uh, their details were published on the breakfast and dinner food included with the lounge service. This amenity was originally offered exclusively for Walt Disney World guests with the requirement, and this was the sticking point, that guests purchase the lounge service for their entire length of stay for their entire party. In the fall of 2018, both of these restrictions were lifted in attempt to boost interest. Reunion Station will continue hosting a series of weekly educational seminars on topics which includes beverage tasting, phone photography, cake decoration, and animation, a D, uh, DVC spokeswoman or spokesperson, excuse me, confirmed that the space, and I'm quoting now, will be open for workshops only as we reevaluate the space and our future offerings. So this was an experiment that did not go well, yeah. from what I'm gathering. Yeah, I I think it was too pricey. Uh, I, I you should have made it just a DVC lounge, like the top of the world. You know, where you had to be staying at a DVC on property and had a bar inside. And they could have had stuff from Guys of Point, too. They could have food. That's what it should have been. So maybe they'll go back to the drawing board and rethink what they've done. You know, I don't know. They are still going to have the educational uh, programs there. You know, the cake decorating or glass etching or... Uh, photography things there. Yeah, I, I, I think that it started out as a great idea that somebody said, hey, wait a minute, we can do this and make a little money on it, and that'd be great. Uh, and then I think it just got, got turned cattywampus, and I think, unfortunately, yeah. uh, it got out of hand. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the next uh, thing I did not find shocking, uh, Atlantic Dance Hall is closing, possibly. Rumors. Finally. Good Lord. That thing's been. So, yeah. I mean, nothing really happens there, I don't think, anymore. Not really. They used to have, they used to have, like, dance parties on New Year's Eve things there, and I think they stopped that last year. Yeah, they didn't even have it. Yeah. 
The future of one-night spots at Disney, on the Disney Boardwalk is again uh, being called into question. Uh, legend tells us that the contract between Walt Disney World and uh, Swan Dolphin is the only thing keeping the Atlantic Dance Hall alive. I didn't even know there was a separate contractor for this. Uh, the Swan and Dolphin are frequent convention destinations. The presence of the Atlantic Dance Hall allows uh, convention booking agents to include a nightclub among the list of nearby features provided by the Swan and Dolphin. Build your own nightclub. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'd pay for a Disney nightclub. Yeah. Uh, the the venue continues to operate most nights, but with very little promotion or support from Disney. Uh, rumors circulate every few years suggesting that uh, the parties have reached an agreement to put the Atlantic <laughs> Dance Hall out of its misery. <laughs> like old uh, Yeller. Yep. Uh, the latest one comes this week as uh, someone from the Internet uh, you know, claims that the night days are being numbered. Uh, the venue would potentially be renovated and used as a Disney event space. I, what I'd like to see there is another restaurant. Yeah, I, pff, totally. They've got it's the space is perfect for yeah. a, a nice, cool restaurant. Yeah. What, what kind of restaurant would you put there? Anything, anything. Just pull the trigger. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, for many years, Atlantic Dance Hall was home to a weekly meeting for Disney Vacation Club owners dubbed as the Welcome Home Wednesday. They got rid of that. Mm -hmm. uh, the meeting was phased down in 2015 as marketing dollars were reallocated to other things like Epcot Member Lounge and Moonlight Magic events. Right. So there you go, kids. I am not sad to see it go. I think I would love to have another restaurant there. I also haven't been to Big Grill Uh Right? Big, Big River, Big River Grill. Grill? Yeah, I haven't been haven't there in a there? long No, I haven't been there in a long time. Oh, yeah. Probably well, a really long time. Still there, still serving yeah. beer. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so, yeah, do we have a question from email? No. That was, uh, oh, that was uh, last, last week. week. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, by the time I get my question answered, it'll be too late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, headline news, John. All right. Headline news. Ready? Uh, yeah, am I reading or are you reading it? I'll read it. Go ahead. Uh, Disney has just announced that the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy will open at the studios March 31st. Woohoo! Beep, beep. Yay. Beep, beep. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge will get its own comic book miniseries in April. <laughs> what? Why? Well, they have to... Sell something? Get everybody accustomed to Badu and Not yeah. Badu. Yeah, Badu. Yeah. That were out uh, Black Spire Outpost. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole deal. They, they got to make up the story for it. Yeah, it's the best way to get the backstory yeah. out is to create the backstory. Yeah. Uh, Disney's Ralph Breaks the Internet is coming home on digital 4K and Ultra HD and Movies Anywhere. And that's a great app to have. Mm -hmm. Brings all your movies into your digital world on February 12th. And then 4K, Ultra HD, and Blu-ray on February 26th. Nice. So stay tuned for that. Excellent. If you are getting married. No. Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings is now casting for a season on the Disney Plus streaming service. Ooh. So go look them up. DisneyFairyTaleWeddings.com, I think it is. Uh, probably somewhere on there they have stuff about casting. So if you are getting married and you want to be on the show, I, I think they throw the people some perks. Yeah. You know. I think so. 
another film, live action, is ringing the bell. Uh, is, it, is it there? <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame is now being talked about for a it's live not, action. It's not talked about. It's happening. All right. Then, well, there you go. John said it. Yep. And last but not least, the other live action, Pinocchio, has been put on the shelf. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't think you could put Baby in the Corner, but... Or Pinocchio on the shelf. Wow, and it had Tom Hanks on it. Yeah, so I thought that's a yeah. Pretty big I deal. thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was a killer, killer deal. But apparently, not. wow. Yeah. Okay, that's it. All right, guys, we appreciate you guys taking the time and being a part of the show, and we burned through it. So thanks a lot. Uh, we appreciate you uh, sitting with us and knocking it out and doing all the things that you do. We want to make sure that you come find us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Do I want to know? No. Okay. DisneyParksPodcast.com. And uh, make sure you click on the uh, survey button. Take the survey. we got a great prize package just for you. Uh, we want to make sure that you find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. Disney Podcast around the Twitter. Uh, make sure that you come find us at Patreon.com slash Podcast. And you could uh, sign up to support what we do. Uh, and if we don't see you online, we will see you in, in the, the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue. Eight steps in and see